Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member. Immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we're here to talk about a Carolina Panthers defeat to the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium, uh, a game that was a lot of fun to watch and would have been a lot more fun to watch if the Panthers would have pulled it out. This was a close one, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers, first of all, hats off to the coaching staff. They put this game together, and they competed against probably the best team in the league. And we were right there, just a field goal away from winning this. So yep. hats off to Rule and Joe Brady. Those guys coached one heck heck of a game. Agreed. They were, went aggressive early and often. And maybe one time they... Probably should have gone a little aggressive and didn't. We'll talk about it, but we're going to kick it off first with our three key plays of the game. And we're going to start off with a Kansas City play in the third quarter. Uh, This was the second drive for Kansas City. Carolina up 17-13 at the time. Um, Both teams have traded missed field goals before this drive. Third and seven with about six minutes left in the third quarter. And... Panthers have a chance, you know, to get back off the field and get the momentum back or keep the momentum. I think they had the momentum at this time. And Patrick Mahomes just hit Travis Kelsey for a 44-yard play. Uh, He was pretty wide open, and that led to a touchdown uh, with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The Chiefs take the lead. They never really look back. Um, Then the game stayed close, but that was the go-ahead touchdown. Yeah, Russell Douglas and Trey Boston both missed tackles on that. They let him lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, just yeah. this defense, this that can't happen. That's not the way this defense is supposed to be played. I mean. Yeah, this was, uh, <clears throat> you know, if you play that bend, don't break defense, then you're going to have to make tackles. Yep, absolutely. And unfortunately, on that play especially, they didn't. Um, uh, Kelsey destroyed the Panthers all day. But, yeah. Uh, that's, that's key play number one. Now, key play number two, we know it. Fourth and 14, Teddy Bridgewater scrambling, gets pressure all up in his grill. He runs, scrambles for 14 yards, Superman dives, and gets the first down. That led to a Christian McCaffrey touchdown and gave the Panthers hope. I mean, brought it within two. Yeah. Huge play. Yeah. Huge play. Teddy... Uh, Teddy, great game by Teddy, honestly. Throwing the ball and running the ball when he had to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can't really fault him. 
the any way he played, I would like him to force the ball down a little bit more, but eh, at this point, it's null and void. So our last keep to the game, or key play of the game, I should say, it was on that last drive. It was a little short dump-off pass to Mike Davis. Um, he had him back-to-back, and he didn't run out of bounds. He he tried to fight for an extra two yards, got tackled in bounds, and it bled an extra 20 seconds off the clock. I, What are you doing? Take the step out of bounds. Stop the clock. You just lost us a play that could have given us five, ten yards on another play. It, it, that's just a boneheaded mistake. I know Mike Davis was in there due to Christian McCaffrey being injured, but that's just a very boneheaded play. Know where you're sitting at in this game. Agreed. Yeah, and that uh, <clears throat> that was a play that cost the Panthers. I mean, at least what would you say ten seconds, maybe? I think it was 10, more 10, like twelve seconds. Ten to twelve. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the little chart here. Uh, 43 seconds on second 11 to Mike Davis. Then it went down to 25 seconds. Yeah. So, I mean. So, you know, yeah, figure 10 seconds for the actual play itself. So, yeah, you're looking at a good bit of time there. Um, And when you're looking at a 67-yard field goal at the end because you ran out of time versus what could have potentially been a 55-yard field goal, I mean, that's that's a massive difference. Oh, absolutely. And, (laughs) you know. You never know. Maybe with that little extra play, somebody could have broken it even further. You never know. Sure. Yep. Um, So those are the three key plays of the game. And you may be asking yourself, what about the fake punt? Yeah. That was a huge play. Why is that not one of your key plays of the game? And, well, yes, it was a massive play, obviously. And it led to a touchdown for the Panthers early on. Maybe we'll give that an honorable mention of key play, but... Um, we feel like these three other plays were more important to the outcome of the game, I guess. But Absolutely. That was an awesome play, and we definitely want to talk about it. Oh, Carlton, what an arm. Yeah. I mean, that was a 20-something, a 28-yard pass, and he's catching it in the pump formation, so it's probably more like 40 yards downfield. And that, probably, yeah. It was on a laser straight to him. And it didn't look like he – I mean, Cam – Newton wishes he had an arm like that right now. Like that was, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and of course he was wide open. Zilstra, if he would have cut to the right, I think he could have scored on that. But for some reason he yeah. cut to the left. That was a little, I mean, had I think had Charlton, and we're not going to blame Charlton for this. He's a punter. But had he put the ball perfectly on the money, I think you're right. It would have been a touchdown. But he did kind of lead him left a little bit, so... Uh, not going to kill either of them for that. It was an amazing play. Zilstra and caught a wide-open pass. Let's just go, yep, hey, good job. Exactly. Right. Let's uh, And let's kind of talk about that leading into our discussion of the game here. Um, the Panthers started off especially very aggressive coaching staff. Very aggressive in this Loved game. It. A fourth down uh, call earlier in the game that you know led to a touchdown drive. And then this one, just the second fake punt. Oh my God, how much how do we love seeing fake punts? We never saw it with Rivera. Uh, and it led to a touchdown. And that's what the Panthers needed to do to compete with the Chiefs in this game. They had to take chances. They had to take risks. And I loved it. Absolutely. Even the onside kick that failed, I think that was a mm-hmm. great call. Yeah, it's it sucks that they didn't get it. But that's what you have to do when you're playing a team 
sorry, Panthers, are just more talented. Of course. I don't think anybody would disagree with you on that. I mean, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs are more talented, and the Panthers coach and schemed their way to almost winning this game. Yeah. So, and it would have been, I mean, it would have been classified as the Panthers stealing a win here. Yeah. And I'd have been perfectly fine with that because you're right. The Chiefs are, they're the best team in the league, you know, and for the Panthers to come in and compete like this says a lot about the Panthers. And even though we lost this game, I mean, you know, you laugh at the moral victory statements, but this has to feel pretty good for a loss for the Panthers. I mean, they I, have to feel pretty good they, they went head-to-head, toe-to-toe with the defending Super Bowl champs. Absolutely. I mean, you got your star back. The star looked like a star, Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he looked like he was last year. Um, my bold prediction was 175 total yards, and he got 176. So There you go. <laughs> but, now, I did win our beer bet. He did have more receiving yards yes. than rushing yards. Yes, in this game, he did. So. But hey, I mean, how happy are we to see that he got all those all those catches that we were saying that Mike Davis mm-hmm. was getting? We're like, why aren't these going to McCaffrey? Well, ten catches today, so there you go. And absolutely, he would. I another issue. I thought about throwing this one in as was a key play was that play for two yards, and Christian McCaffrey got injured and he's out. Hopefully, mm. fingers crossed, toes crossed, everybody. He'll be back next week. That it was just a little. I think he did come back in for one more play. At the end of the game, I think it was like uh, the next player have... then ran off again. I I think he yeah, was. Still I think hurt. he. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he was still hurt. But I mean, of course, he scored a touchdown with that ankle injury, so we know he's going to come back into the game if he at all is pop, is able to. But yeah, and I think that you know you're talking about Mike Davis on that last drive, that should have been McCaffrey in there mm-hmm. because, but he did get hurt, and that. That could have been the difference in the game, honestly. McCaffrey's, you know, maybe knows the situation a little better, has been in that situation more often, and would have done some things a little differently. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Christian McCaffrey ever do any, like, a boneheaded mistake like that as going mm-hmm. down instead of going out. He's always, he always has his head in the game. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Chen did not play in this game, mm-hmm. and I feel like we missed him quite a bit. I yep. think, uh, 10 catches for 159 yards for Travis Kelsey. Uh, you got to figure at least a couple of those chin would have been in position to make a good play. Well, just like that, Russell Douglas and Trey Boston, usually that's mm-hmm. kind of when, you know, magically Jeremy Chin out, appears out of nowhere and tackles him at 12 yards or so. But, yeah. and not only that, I mean, you got to assume he would be on him a lot anyways, just being that linebacker safety that can physically match up decently with Travis Kelsey. No, he's fast. He's big. I mean, yeah. it, it would have been it would have been interesting to see uh, you know, a player like Kelsey who is the best tight end in the league match up against Chan. It'd been a good learning experience for Chan if nothing else. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that last play real quick. 67-yard field goal. Rule decides to go for it. Um, went for a 68-yard field goal. You know, in a previous game, <clears throat> what do you think that says about? Uh, does he just not trust the hail mary? Does he just not believe in the hail mary? Does he not think Bridgewater can get it all the way down the field? I see. I don't really believe in the hail marys because uh, they you only get them. I would say about once every thirty or forty times, and mm-hmm. I think he's probably seen 
Joey Sly drill these 68 yarders in practice. In and practice. he's like, all right, he may not be getting, you know, nine out of 10, but he may be getting one or two out of, you know, 20, which is a better, just overall a better You could stat. say that, but, you know... <laughs> You know, NFL players are 0-4 infinity on field goals over 64 You're yards. You're absolutely correct. And that the Hail Mary does occasionally work, or you get a, a penalty or something crazy happens. So, do you think it'll happen again? Do you think that Joey will go for another 65-plus yes. yard field goal I, this I season? I think Matt Rule has shown confidence in Joey's life. Now, I don't think it'll be any time in the middle of a game, but I could see at the end of a half end of the game type of situation mm-hmm. he'll go for it again sly i believe is 0 for 4 this year in 50 plus yard field goals now two of those of course were you know would have been record setting yeah. field goals so i mean his le- really he had the length him. on that he's got the length well he did and that's another thing is the wind was swirling the wind i mean that that was the only negative were, is yeah, him so, and butker <clears throat> had struggled a little bit and not mm-hmm. due to just bad play by them it was the wind was knocking the ball around. I mean, yeah. the one field goal he missed, I mean, that thing hooked hard. It did, yeah, right at the end. So. Yep. Um, so, uh, interesting. Interesting that the uh, – another thing that Ron Rivera would never do, go for those long field goals. I love it, personally. I mean, I think I'd like to see them try a Hail Mary. Uh, you know, we don't see Bridgewater go down the field – I don't know if we've seen him throw a 50-yard pass in the air no. yet. Uh, so I I, think, I do think that probably has something to do with it. I mean, I think the long is probably close to that Curtis Samuel 28-yarder today. By the way, Curtis Samuel, wow. Yeah, I was just about to talk about him. Yep. What Nine catches, 105 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he rushed three for 13. Guy is becoming a weapon. And you kind of wonder if he's taken over that second receiver role. DJ Moore just doesn't seem to be clicking with Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Only three targets today, two catches for 18 yards. You know, occasionally he'll have the big play, but he's just not getting targeted a lot this season. But yeah, Curtis Samuel, great game. Nine catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Like you said, three for 13. He outrushed Mike Davis, three rushes to one, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting and noteworthy. Um, yeah, Samuel, leading receiver for the Panthers today. Robbie Anderson, also nine catches, but only for 63 yards. I think at one point he had like seven catches for 36 yards yeah. or something like that. Uh, so they were definitely clamping down on Robbie Anderson, not allowing him to to get past that first defender. Um, but, yeah, good, good job on Curtis, man. Like We were wondering if, with McCaffrey back, how Curtis's workload would be you know, particularly from the running back position, but also just overall, you know, he was getting 10 to 12 touches a game, and he's got 12 today. So, yeah, I, I like it. Man. I did I too. Mean, I, I'd love DJ Moore to step up and be the guy that we know he can be, but at least one of them is. Yeah, uh, and I also loved how they were still using him and Mike Davis as running back. I know Christian was out there a majority of the snaps, probably 80 or so, but... It's nice to give him a break, to let him be rested for that fourth quarter if needed. Unfortunately, he got injured this week, but you want him fresh, especially if you're grinding out a win. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, agreed. Uh, and, you know, we sort of talked about this a little bit in our preview, but Samuel versus Davis back there kind of being the change of pace running back. You still on Davis, or did today change your mind at all? I think the way they did it today was a good good mix and match. Um, short yardage, Davis again. But mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel, man, he finds those holes, and he bursts through them. He's very yeah. talented at that. I honestly, I don't think that Curtis Samuel would be any worse at short yardage than Mike Davis. I just think that they just run it differently. Mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel's not going to run over anybody, but like he said, he finds the hole. He squirms through. <laughs> yeah. um, the Chiefs didn't run the ball at all today. No. Uh, 12 carries for 30 yards. Not that they really needed to, I guess, but um, the Panthers did a really good job of shutting down the run anytime they tried to. Uh, Edwards Alaire, five carries for 14 yards, 2.8 yards per carry. Le'Veon Bell, four carries for eight yards, two yards a carry. Tyreek Hill had one carry for eight yards. Uh, and then Mahomes, two for nothing. So the Panthers, 2.5 yards per rush today as a defense that's pretty good yeah um, and bottling up Mahomes yeah. is no easy task on running the ball sure yeah he's got wheels uh, unfortunately uh, Patrick Mahomes was able to beat us in other ways 30 for 45 372 yards four touchdowns no interceptions masterful yeah I mean the guy is earning every bit of that contract half a billion dollar contract I mean yeah. our we know our weakness is our defense especially the way we play defense is more of a, hey, we're going to sit back, let you drive down the field, and then mm-hmm. we're going to try to stop you. And it's it's frustrating, I know, but we don't have the talent, I guess. That's pretty much the way I kind of think they're seeing it. I hope that's why yeah. they're playing defense I, this way. <laughs> well, again, D, uh, Dante Jackson got hurt in this game, and – was often on the field. Uh, Pride was in there and didn't look good. Uh, of course, we're missing Burris. Although Sam Franklin looked pretty good today. He did have one uh, pretty big mistake. Yeah. But he had a couple of very nice tackles in the backfield. That uh, One of them really nice. So uh, didn't think he was a, a negative, really, in this game. No, he's starting to really show, make some good plays. He had a sack in that tackle for loss, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um the only negative was that Tyree Kill touchdown that he gave up, that mm-hmm. he was following his the other player and he didn't rub off, which yeah. was, I guess, that he communicated to one side of the field but not the other side of the field. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, that's just a guy that hasn't, you know, he's this is like, what, his second or third game, mm-hmm. and he's just not used to being out there. Um, back on the offense for the Panthers, we didn't really talk about Teddy uh, in depth. 36 36 of 49, 36 completions. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. 310 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had two rushes for 19 yards, and one of those was a touchdown. Um, I don't know what else to say, man. That that's just a good game. It is. <laughs> I again would like to see him try to force the ball down on the field a little bit more, especially mm-hmm. late in the game when you need you need to get down there for points. He still tried to dip and dunk on that. That that's my only real negative, is he mm-hmm. dipped and dunked, two yard pass on your last drive, when you got to get yeah. in field goal range. I mean, try to force yeah. it ten fifteen yards and spike it. I mean, two yards is not going to do anything. I mean, two yards and out of bounds, you're still just taking eight seconds, ten seconds off the clock, and moving two yards. That's nothing. Force it down. If not, throw it away. Let's keep going. 
Yeah. Uh, 6.3 yards per attempt. That's pretty low. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're right. That that's that that would be nice to see. I saw somebody on Twitter say that Teddy Bridgewater was the Ron Rivera of quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, really good, but too conservative. And yeah, I I agree. I think checks he out. Is a little, <laughs> little cr- too conservative. I also kind of wish in the early parts of the third quarter, the Panthers would have continued to run the ball. I know. McCaffrey only had 69 yards, uh, average 3.8 mm-hmm. yards, but I just felt like he was about to break one there for a while where he was just, he would get three yards, but he was just that one missed tackle away from a nice 30, 40 yard run. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he came close a couple of times. You know that he wanted to break one too. Mm-hmm. Like every time he got caught where he thought he should have made the guy miss, he was upset. I mean, he did get 28 touches, so hard to hard to really be too upset about that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I would have liked to see maybe even Mike Davis get a couple more carries. Yeah, uh, I mean, just to see if something could happen. The Chiefs' running defense is not good. That I mean, that's why I thought right. we should attack it. But I guess I mean Joe Brady has not been a running coordinator. I feel no. majority of the time it's you know Teddy's hit reaching thirty five to forty passes, and we're only mm-hmm. running at twenty twenty five every game. So. Yeah, Teddy's going to end up putting up really good numbers this season. He's going to probably end up like 4,500 passing yards and you know close to 25 to 30 touchdowns and low interceptions. So he's going to have a really nice statistical season. Unfortunately, the Panthers, you know, might only win five games, but uh, it's going to be he's going to make some money. I think. Um, let's I, see. Any other? Go ahead. I was going to say I did like the fact that they brought up on the show or on the. Thing that we've been facing some really top-notch quarterbacks the past yeah. five weeks or so. Matt Ryan twice, Drew Brees, Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just it, it's kind of surprising how maybe maybe my frustration with this defense is not warranted. Just because, and frustration is kind of a loose word because I knew this defense was not going to be that good. Mm-hmm. But maybe when we start facing some non-MVP caliber quarterbacks, they'll start playing a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I saw a stat uh, the other day that said the Panthers were the first team in NFL history that had faced five consecutive either Super Bowl MVP or NFL MVP quarterbacks. And it's going to be six next week against Tampa. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, you've got... I mean, here's the quarterbacks the Panthers have faced this season. You know, Derek Carr, who's, you know, average. Uh, Brady, Justin Herbert, who looks like he's the real deal. Kyler Murray, who looks like he's the real deal. And then Ryan Foles, uh, Breeze, and Ryan again, and Mahomes. That's that's tough. That's really tough. Yeah. The whole season. There's no cupcakes in there. No. Now we've got Brady again. Then we've got Stafford, or maybe. I, he's, depending on he's, if he's decent. Healthy. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. He's on COVID list. Yeah, we'll see if he's back by then. Uh, Cousins, who's beatable. Drew Locke, who is just young and yeah, you know, could be good. Kind of jury's still out. But then you got Rodgers. So, um, and then Washington and then Breeze. So, uh, maybe Breeze. Maybe Taysom Hill or just Jameis Winston at yeah. that point. I mean, it, it depends on if they're going to be benching people or what their plan is at the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're right. You know, after next week, after the Bucks. Panthers are back on some winnable games, so 
Uh, could definitely reel off a few. Yeah, and it looks uh, like the Bucks are going to be really angry after this uh, Sunday night game. They're <laughs> yeah, as of right now, they're down around. 28 nothing, <laughs> And there's still like five minutes left in the second quarter. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Carolina unfortunately falls to 3-6 and six after this game. Uh, with an Atlanta win, we are now tied for last place, and I think Atlanta's got the tiebreaker against us. So uh, Carolina is last place in the NFC South right now, a place that we... A lot of Panthers fans thought that they would be, but again, I, I don't feel terrible about this team at all. Oh, no, absolutely. I, again, we just went toe-to-toe with the defending Super Bowl champs, and we we lost by two. It's a heartbreaker. It's, you know, mm-hmm. but we're out there. We're, we're, we're getting close. Yeah. yeah. A couple, yes, the defense needs more players. The offensive line needs more better players i dennis daly did okay but bridgewater was again under way too much pressure and bridgewater when he gets time that's when he's making good plays yeah the panthers you know we're losing games but we're losing them you know other than the that first bucks game it's been within one score yep so the panthers are they're right there i mean a ball bounces a different way in some of these games, and the Panthers are 6-3. And, and, and this is a part of a young team and a young coaching yep. staff growing. Yep. So, and if we're this good now, uh, the future's bright. future's real bright. Absolutely. All right. Anybody else you wanted to call out um, on this game? I mentioned uh, Russell Okun was out and Dennis Daly was starting, but then he got injured. I guess Greg Little's just... He's not in the future of this team. It doesn't look like. I would expect a high draft pick for a left tackle next. Yeah. Next draft. Um, Etor Grosmatos got activated today, and I didn't see him at all. He had a tackle. That's all I saw. Yeah. I saw Weatherly out there a lot more. I'm wondering if they're trying to work him back in. Maybe he's still. He's not in game shape. Maybe. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean he's been out. Uh you know, for three or four weeks now. So <clears throat> he definitely needs to work himself back into shape. Um, and we talked about Sam Franklin, uh, who I was mostly pleasantly surprised by. He led the team in tackles today with seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Douglas came back and he looked, didn't look as good as he has looked. Um, so hopefully he doesn't have that COVID hangover. Hopefully he'll just kind of getting back into game shape and playing against a team that's just, got weapons all over the field like we talked about it's gonna make anybody look bad um yeah i don't really have too much else to talk about brian burns was bottled up most of the day i wouldn't say he was bottled up he had quite a bit of hurries on mahomes he had three quarterback hits yeah that's true i mean he was back there it's just mahomes was getting it out right as he was getting there yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. I did see him get to to Mahomes. Uh, and a couple he times. he was schooling uh, Mike Rimmers and Mike Rimmers' replacement. <laughs> Mike Rimmers. Yeah, it was just again, just stinks that he can't get home he just can't because get yeah. Mahomes is getting the ball out. And again, this could be a problem with the fact that we're playing MVP caliber guys, and they know mm-hmm. wherever Burns is, that's where they're watching because. None of our other he's guys are really guy. getting back there that often. Yeah, he's the only guy. Now, Derek Brown did have five tackles today, mm-hmm. uh, and he, he also had one QB hit. So, And he also had I think another he did bone jump off headed. sides. <laughs> yeah, jumped off sides once. 
uh, in a kind of a, a big yeah uh, a big spot. You got to clean that up, Derek Brown again. Yeah. And there was a there was another play on that last drive for the Panthers where uh, they made a nice first down and or it was first down and then the Chris Reed. So so they started at the nine yard line, right? They get a first down. And then the next play, Chris Reed has that illegal hands of the face. It backs him right back up yep. to the 13-yard line. So they basically have to start over again, and they lost 25 seconds mm-hmm. You know, with those two plays that took them to get the first down. So that that sucked. Um, they got to clean up, like you said, they got to clean up those penalties. But again, young team, young coaching staff, they'll figure it out. They also need to clean up some of their time management. I mean, we wasted two timeouts on that first draft, or first drive. I don't know. I know Teddy Bridgewater likes to get set and then, you know, audible mm-hmm. or get set up his protection. Get to the line sooner, guys. I mean, I was watching yeah. that clock get three, two, one almost every time. Oh, it's been happening for weeks. Yeah, I, uh, I, I tweeted out something a couple of weeks ago that, you know, I was kind of tired of seeing the Teddy snapping the ball with half a second left on the play clock every single time. And it costs, it costs two timeouts. That, that, alone cost two timeouts mm-hmm. for the Panthers in the first half of this game. And who knows what would have happened if there was a little more time for the Panthers at the end of the first half. You know, you never know. Uh, they did. The Panthers did destroy the Chiefs in time of possession in this game. 38 minutes to 22 minutes. And that's how you have to beat them. I mean, you have yeah. to not let... Kept Mahomes off the field. And they still put up 33 points. <laughs> I mean, they score so fast, man. They are... I mean, when they had Ugh. the ball with 40 seconds left in the end of the first half, I was like, oh, crap, they're going to score. <laughs> yeah, and the Panthers, you know, to their credit, they did not score. Yeah. So, nicely done by them. Um, yeah, so only one turnover in this game, and that was the one at the very end of the sec- second quarter there. Uh, last, very last play with time running out, the uh, chief player fumbled the ball. So, nice, clean game on both sides. Not a ton of penalties on either side in this game either. Uh, well, I say that, but the Panthers had 12, so that is a lot. And there were some BS um, calls in there, too. I'm sorry. I'm there sorry. was one especially where, was it Curtis Samuel got called for offensive pass interference yep. when the defender just lowered his shoulder and knocked the shit out of him? Yeah. Like, it was the was sec- something Curtis Samuel could have done there. <laughs> it was the second quarter, and yeah. It forced us to punt, and it was that bad punt by Carlton. Yeah, uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, he was running his route, and the linebacker lowered his shoulder and blew him up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. even the commentator agreed. They are like, oh, that shouldn't be called. Yeah, right. I-, I was surprised at that one. I guess I wish that was a play that you could challenge, but I guess it's not still. Um... All right, well, you want to move to... Heroes and Zeros. Heroes and Zeros. Why don't you go ahead and kick it off with your hero? There's quite a few names I could throw out here. I think Brian Burns did great. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Teddy Bridgewater did great. Curtis Samuel did great. But I'm going to give it to the guy we always give it to. The guy who's made his return and put up 176 total yards, two touchdowns, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I am going to go ahead and give it to Curtis Samuel. Uh, Just career-high receiving yards for him, career-high catches, 
had the touchdown, also looked good running the ball. He's coming into his own, and uh, this game would have been pretty difficult without him, especially when that catch he made uh, towards the end of the game where he just laid out for it. Yeah. Uh, right before McCaffrey also made an amazing catch where he laid out for yep. it. So a couple of awesome catches on that last drive, but uh, or maybe it was the drive before that. But yeah, just uh, Curtis Samuel, great job today. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go with the zeros. All right, you can go ahead and start it off. Yeah, I'm going with DJ Moore. Okay. Uh, two catches for 18 yards, only three targets. I don't know if he wasn't getting open. I don't know if he and Teddy Bridgewater just don't see eye to eye or if he's in somebody's doghouse, but he's too talented to be invisible out there. And those were early catches too. He didn't do anything for most of the game. So uh, giving it to DJ Moore today. No, that's a good one. I, I didn't even think about that one, but that's a really good one. I'm going to our favorite punching bag, Tahir Whitehead. He just needs to get off the field. <laughs> he's missing tackles. He's horrible in coverage. He let Kelsey get free a couple times. It's just time. It's time. I know yeah, you that... gave him the captaincy. It's time to bench him. Get get one of the young guys out here that at least at least if they're making mistakes, I'm like, hey, they're young. At least, you know, they're learning. Yeah. Tahir Whitehead, he's not going to be here he offers no benefit out there, it feels like. Agreed. And I'd like them to live stream uh, ripping that C right off of his jersey. <laughs> I mean, I can you that. be a captain and still be a backup? <laughs> Wait, Eli Manning did it last year. Oh, yeah. It can definitely happen. It can definitely happen. Uh, yeah, to hear, I mean, the, the commentators called him out one time where he was just in completely in the wrong position. He offers nothing. No. Uh, I, I don't know why the, they keep putting him out there. Is he that much better than... I don't even know who, who his backup would be at this point. I, I probably would assume Taylor or Jermaine Carter. I mean, both are more yeah. like outside linebackers, but at... Well. Yeah. yeah well, Jermaine Carter had four times the amount of tackles as to hear Whitehead today. So, uh, yeah, I just don't think the, the future at that position is not on the team right now, unfortunately. No, but, I don't um, either. Yeah, I'll be glad to see to hear Whitehead go. One of us had to give him the zero. I'm glad that you did. <laughs> I mean, All it's right. almost it's almost like our Christian McCaffrey uh, hero award. I mean, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we made this joke. <laughs> we made this joke like three or four weeks ago, and it's he's still terrible. Oh man! Uh, all right. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, we got to do we our game grade. Oh, that's right. Game grade. Game grade. I, Go ahead and you kick it off. I am gonna give us. An A minus. I mean, we took them toe to toe. Oh wow! I mean, we we almost pulled this off. And like I said, I'm gonna give it an A minus just because they almost did it. The offense clicked. I mean, the defense did a lot, almost enough, but they still need to make more than uh, the opposing team to pump more than one time a game, though. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, and I'm gonna give them just a solid B. Uh, I thought the coaching staff probably gets an A in this game. Well, they get an A minus, and here's the reason. On our first drive of the second half, it was fourth and two at the KC 33, and they trot out Joey Sly for a 51-yard field goal that he misses. Mm-hmm. Now, as Joey's walking out on the field, they show a shot of the of the uprights, and those flags are straight right. 
whatever. Uh, yeah, the word is. I mean, it, you yeah. could tell I mean, it, on the TV yeah. show that, or TV show, <laughs> on the broadcast <laughs> that that wind yeah. was whipping around. Yeah, you could see their jerseys rippling. I mean, it it you know it was it was blowing like crazy out there. I, I wonder why that as aggressive as they'd been up to that point, why would you not go for it on fourth and two? You're still in the lead there. There's really no downside. I mean, if you miss it, what, you're giving up three points. It's still within one score for KC. At least you have the field position. I wish they had gone for it at that point. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give them a B overall. A couple of missed opportunities. Uh, defensively, not great. Um, mm-hmm. But offensively, was very excited about it. And, you know, the game the game overall, I'm giving an A. It was a very exciting game. It was a fun game to watch. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think that's going to do it. Yep. We want to thank everybody for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. You can follow us on Twitter at Meow Makes Podcast. You, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read your comment on the show. Yeah, and uh, by the way, we did get some nice emails this week uh, from folks that are enjoying the show. We will read those on our preview podcast. I think that's probably yeah. where we'll where we'll do our shout outs. Um, so look for that on Wednesday, uh, or I guess Thursday. Uh, so yeah, uh, until Thursday, everybody stay safe out there. Go Panthers and keep pounding. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.